0: Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks, I'm Leo Blodner, this is Abe Lovage, and in this episode we're going to be going over some recent news for the upcoming season, some recent signings, critical dates, and an overview of the Western Conference team's off-season. Abe, want to get us started?
1: Yeah, let's get right into, into the news. I know you guys all know that the World Juniors is happening right now. Just We're going to be doing an, up, an episode on that later, but just a quick update. Uh, Canada is destroying. They beat Germany to 2 and Russia had a big upset over – or they were upset by the Czech Republic.
0: Yeah, um, and some NHL news. The Senators acquired Braden Coburn and Cedric Paquette, and it's 2022 for a uh, second-round pick. From the Tampa Bay Lightning for Marin Gabrick and Andrews Nielsen. The Capitals signed Craig Anderson. Anthony Sorelli signs a three year, 4.8 mil per year contract with Tampa. Kucherov is out for the season. Clefbaum is out for the season. O'Reilly is the new captain of the Blues. And yeah, so it's a lot of stuff, Abe. Uh, yeah. So that's some big player news, but you want to get us into the more of what's going to happen with the season format next year?
1: Yeah, so like we said in previous episodes about the four divisions, that will definitely be happening this season. And in within those four divisions, and it's all mixed up, like they will play each other roughly eight times. And then in the Canadian division, they'll play each other nine or ten times over the course of the season. So teams won't even see each other until the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, it will be the top four from each division with no wild cards. They will they will play until there's a winner per division that they will play for the cup.
0: Yeah, and then so the first round is going to be one seed ver- versus four seed, two versus three, and then the winners play each other. And then probably like Easter, I don't I don't really know, but then two of those winners play each other and then two of the others play each other and then they play in the Stanley Cup finals. But like for the teams playing each other nine or 10 times, like for in the Canadian division, we do get to see the... Battle of Alberta nine, 10 times. So that's hmm. very, very cool. Uh, we love really exciting. That. So that's great with things like this, but the issue, right, is, you know, we're not going to see other huge rivalries like Bruins Leafs, Bruins Habs, even Bruins Lightning. Um. So I know I'm going to be a little disappointed because I'm a big Bruins fan. But yeah, I mean, we do get to see some great rivalries there. Uh, moving on, some critical dates for the upcoming season, December 31st. Training camps open and, or sorry, training camps open for the seven non playoff teams from this past season. January 3rd, training camps open for all the rest of the playoff teams, all 24 of them. January 13th, the 2020 2021 regular season begins. Let's go, baby. So excited. April 12th, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the trade deadline. May 8th, last day of the regular season. And then this, like, where the playoffs kind of start or not. This is around, so around May 11th, um, the playoffs begin, and around July 9th is the last possible, or July 9th is like around there, the last possible day for the Stanley Cup final. July 17th, the deadline for protection lists for the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken, which we have an episode on, very excited. July 21st, the actual expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken. July 23rd, first round of the NHL draft. Next day, July 24th, Rounds two through seven of the NHL draft. So like not as we've seen in the past. In the past it's been round one, one day, another day is two and three, and then the rest's four through seven. But July twenty fourth is just all of the day or all the the rest of the rounds, because you know, really gotta condense the schedule. Then July twenty eighth, RFA and UFA signing period begins. So like free agency. Or no, the week before free agency, sorry. Um, all right. So now we're gonna move on to our off overviews for all the Western Conference teams. Hey, let's get it started.
1: Yeah, let's get started with the Anaheim Ducks. So over the off-season, they lost Michael Del DelZoto, and, and Matt Irwin, but they also acquired Kevin Shattenkirk and Derek Grant. Like, I'm going to give them a C-plus here because they, they didn't do that much, but a, they did get Kevin Shattenkirk, which is basically their saving player here, in my opinion, at least. For a C plus,
0: yeah. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, they didn't really do much. Uh, yeah, C plus, not much to do really. I mean, they're not gonna win, but they're not like that bad. They can't really lose. It's kind of, kind of stuck in mediocrity. It kind of sucks. They do have cool jerseys though, so yeah. That's I guess that makes up for it. Next. You guys can look at our jersey episode. Yep,
1: from a couple yeah. of these back. All
0: right. Yeah. Next, Arizona Coyotes. They did lose Taylor Hall, Vinny Henestrosa, Brad Richardson, Carl Soderberg uh Michael Grabner or Mikhail Grabner and Derek Stepan. They did gain Johan Larson, Tyler Pitlick, John Hayden, Drake Kajula, Derek, and Derek Bassard. Um yeah, I'm gonna give them an, an F. Uh so they did lose many big pieces. They did I I'd say the only positive of the offseason in my opinion is trading Derek Stepan for a second round pick. Uh, I think that's great value for a guy that is not worth a second round pick. Maybe third or fourth round pick. But I mean, they had a terrible draft, obviously, as we saw before. Their first pick came in the fourth round. Uh, he was very racist, so they didn't sign him. Uh, yeah, and then they lost big pieces in Hall, Henestrosa, Richardson, Ravner. So, yeah, terrible offseason, in my opinion. I'm giving them an F. Yeah, I am going to be giving them the same grade
1: as an F. And all I'm just going to say about this, because Leo said basically everything there was, is a- Arizona, you lost. It wasn't even a competition this offseason, and you've lost. That's, that sucks. But let's move on to a better team, or a team that did better in the offseason, in my opinion, at least, the Calgary Flames. They, they lost TJ Brody, Austin Zarnik, Eric Gustaf- Gustafson, Travik Hemenek, Mark Jankowski, Tobias Radier, and Cam Talbot. But they also acquired Jacob Markstrom, um, Chris Tanev, Josh Levo. Jokim Nordstrom, Alex Petrovic, Dominic Simon, and Nikita Nesterov. I'm going to give them like a B plus here. Like, like the main thing I'm looking at here is the goalie switch because you lose your starter in Cam Talbot, but then you get Jacob Markstrom. And I have to say, based off last season and it, say the previous two seasons, I like Markstrom over Talbot, and I think that he's the better choice for their future. So mm. I'm going to give him a B plus here. And wow. I'm just. Yeah. Mainly
0: looking there. All right. I do agree. I'd also give him a B plus, you know, pretty high grade. Um, a lot of people are calling them the Calgary Canucks with how many former Canucks that they signed this offseason. I think a big underrated piece here is Joachim Nordstrom. He gives 110% on every single play they signed for a very cheap deal. So I think I mean he's a great fourth line player, you know, can fill in center winger. I think he's just great. Um, yeah, so I'm giving him a B plus here. Actually, no. I'll raise to an A minus. I think I think they did great. Did lose some big pieces in Brody and Gustafson uh, and Talbot, but they did get oh and Hamannick. But they did get some other big pieces back. So I'm giving an A minus here. Next. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I do agree with you on on Joakim Nordstrom. He's definitely proven proven himself to be league worthy over the past couple of years.
0: Yeah. Next, got the Chicago Blackhawks. They lost you know long time goalie Corey Crawford, Brandon Saad, Drake, Dad Julia, Ali Mata, Slater Cuckoo, Nagain, Nikita Zadorov, Matias Yenmark, Lucas Malmark, Carl Soderberg. Um, yeah, but you know, one of their top young players, Kirby Doc, will be missing four to five months recovering from a uh successful wrist surgery with an injury that he suffered during the world juniors. Was, I mean, the play didn't look bad, but if you saw his wrist, it was disgusting. So yeah be gross like good Uh, yeah like get well soon to him i'm giving them a c plus uh i think it did it did all right like they know that they're rebuilding but i didn't really get anything but they know they're rebuilding they know they're not really gonna do anything so yeah
1: yeah i feel like for the amount of players they lost this offseason and then the amount of like Players they gained, or like amount of talent within those players, I'm gonna give them like a D plus C minus. Like, this just kind of sucks, in my opinion. Like, you lose a lot of decent, good players, and you got a lot of just worse. Like, or at least in my opinion, like Nikita Zadorov, Marius Yamark, and Lucas Walmer, they're all just worse than, than the players they got, than the players they lost. I'm giving them like a D plus. But let's move on. We have the Avs. They lost Vladislav Namennikov, Nikita Zadorov, and Colin Wilson. But they also have acquired Brandon and Devontae's. I'm going to give them, like, out of the gate. I'm just going to say, I'm going to give them, like, a B. Like, they were really good last season, and they didn't lose any of their key players. And they got Devontae's, who I think is extremely underrated and will play. Colorado
0: yeah uh, I'm giving them an A a great team got even better they did lose Nemesnikov and to but they did gain Devonte, as you said I think will be a big piece they only gave up a couple seconds for him so I'm giving them an A still um I mean Stanley Cup contenders definitely I, I definitely think they'll win within the next couple of years and Taves is a big help uh in the top four defense pairings moving on we got the Dallas Stars Abe yeah,
1: so, um, they lost Corey Perry, Mattias, like Janmart, Roman Pollock, and Martin Hansel. Also, the Corey Perry thing was was only a couple days ago to the Habs, and Roman Pollock went down to the Czech leagues. But they also got Mark Pisk. I'm gonna give him like a B minus or like maybe even a B because they did lose Corey Perry, who I who I think is very good. He definitely did a lot in the Stanley Cup Final, but like. Mark Pisk is he's good, he's not great. But Dallas Stars were really good last season, and they didn't lose a lot compared to what they have. I'm gonna give him like a B. It's
0: fine. I mean, I'll give him a C. They didn't really do anything. They're not gonna do as well this year as they did last year, because um because you know like they lost Perry and they lost or not Perry, sorry. Uh, well they did lose Perry, but they also lost uh Sagan uh due to injury for a little bit. So yeah, all right. A, I want to guess with the Oilers? Yeah, like
1: you said, they lost Andreas Dow, Matthew Benning, Mike Green, Riley Shean, and they got Tyson Berry, Kyle Turris, Dominic Cahoon, Alec Queen, Jesse Pujavari, P- Sorry, I may have pronounced that wrong. P- oh, Puliavari, Slater Cuckoo. C- 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 um, I would say they didn't make anything on, like, that big name of a player's, like, even on the gain or losing side. But they picked up a lot of teams that would really help around their depth because they've shown to be, like, have a great top line with McDavid. And then, like, good second line, or dry silent, McDavid is both on separate lines. Like, good. But after that, once those two key players are sort of done, there, their team seems to be sort of done, at least when I watch their games. And so, like, but this is providing them with a lot more depth. And, and a lot more players who could keep it going on
0: the ice. I'm gonna give him a B. Giving him uh, an A minus, I think. Getting Pujarvi back, he's former top five pick. Um, so they, they didn't really play for him. You know, he had disputes with the organization against Slater Cuckoo. I think that that's good. You know, he played really well for the Blackhawks. Tyson a good defenseman. Terrace, well, he kind of sucked this season. Maybe he can, you know, go back to his old form. And Dominic Cugun's solid. I move on to the Los Angeles Kings. They, you know, not a big offseason, but they did get Quentin Byfield and Ali Mata and Lee Sanderson. They only lost Trevor Lewis and Yokeem Ryan. Uh, yeah, give them an A minus. I mean, they kind of suck, but they did get Byfield, so that's great. Definitely a future number one, uh, or sorry, first liner. Uh, Yeah, give them an A minus.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be giving them an A out of here because. They only lost Trevor Lewis and Joachim Ryan. And after that, they didn't really make any other mistakes. And, like, Byfield is is an amazing player. Like you said, definitely will be a future first-liner. So because of their, like, absence, they had they didn't do a lot, but they didn't make a lot of wrong moves either. So I'm going to stick with an A. But let's move on to the Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Wild lost Devin Dubnik, Eric Stahl, Miko Koivu, Alex Gakchenyuk, Luke Koonin, and Ryan Donato, but they have acquired Cam Talbot, Marcus Johansson, Nick Bonino, Nick Bukstad, and Andrew Hammond. Leo, what do you think?
0: I'll give them a B B+. Uh, they, they gained – or they ain't gained that much, but they are getting out of mediocrity. They know that they can't win with this roster, and so by getting rid of these good, like, talented veterans – And just doing this, getting, I mean, Johansson's like, solid. I mean, Benino, Bukestad, Talbot, Hammond, they're all solid players. But, you know, I still think they'll just be, like, mediocre, but now a little less mediocre. So I don't think they'll suck. I just think that, you know, it's a step in the right direction for the future of this organization.
1: Yeah, like – well, personally, I think when you like when you switch your starting goalie, definitely that's going to be a major shift in the team. Many teams did that with the goalie carousel this season. and But um, personally, I think that that Devin Dubnick's a little bit better than Cam Talbot, in my opinion. So, like, I think that's a little bit shaky there. But they did get Marcus Johansson and Nick Bonino. And so I think that was pretty good. But I'm just going to give him, like, a solid B, B-. Because – they definitely – like you said, they can't really – they know that they're not going to shoot for the cup or they're going to, like, rebuild, but they're they're definitely getting better.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, not immediately, but eventually they'll be better, especially with, like, Kirill Kaprizov coming over. All right, moving on. Nashville, they lost Craig Smith, Nick Benino, Kyle Turris, Austin Watson. They gained Mark Borowiecki, Nick Cousins, Matt Benning, Brad Richardson – Eric Haula and Michael Carcone. i give them a C that did all right. I mean, they lost Craig Smith, who's a solid middle six forward for them. So, yeah, I mean, not much.
1: Yeah, I'm also giving them a C for a little bit of different reasons. Like, they lost a lot of good players with Nick Bonino, Craig Smith, Kyle Peterson, Austin Watson. But then they also acquired a lot of good veterans like Mark Borwecki. So, like, they didn't. They didn't really become worse. They didn't really become better. They didn't lose major pieces. but they didn't. But they didn't gain any big big names at all either. So it's pretty mediocre. To see. Let's move on to San Jose. They lost Joe Thornton, Aaron Dell, and Melko Carlson, but they acquired Devin Dubnik, Ryan Donato, Patrick Malloch, and Matt Nito. Leo, what do you think?
0: Right, I'm giving it a C minus. Uh, I think. The Sharks are not going to be that good. I understand now they have a good goalie tandem, or at least, like, no, not even that good. I mean, Arundel and Dubnik still kind of suck. Uh, but at least they didn't overpay for Dubnik. They barely gave up anything. They barely gave up anything to get the Nato. Um, you know, Marlowe comes back for the 50th time. So I'll give him a C minus. They're not really rebuilding. They're just, or sorry, they lost Arundel. But, um, sorry, Dubnik replaced him. My, my bad. Um, I just I just don't think oh, they'll be that good. Um, they didn't really do anything to fix that. They just gave up picks for eh, players. That's why they're C minus. Yeah, I'm gonna give them a B minus because like I see them as sort of chilling. They did give up a lot of good
1: picks, but they found their goalie with Devin Dubnik, and I think that that's just a really big piece. And they were terrible last season. And especially because of their goaltending, they were such a bad team. So, like, I see Devin Dubnik as a step in the right direction, but they did not take it all the way.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Are yeah. Moving on, St. Louis Blues, they had a huge offseason here. They did lose their captain and number one D-Pair defenseman Alex Petrangelo and backup goalie Jake Allen, uh, Jay Bomeester, Troy Brower, but they did gain some huge pieces in Tory Krug, Kyle Clifford, and Mike Hoffman. Um, so Mike Hoffman, right now he signed an invite to the training camp. But what's going to happen is once um, they put Tarasenko and some other players on long-term IR, they're going to free up the cap space to be able to sign him. So I'm giving them an A-. They did, yes, they did lose that big number one uh, defenseman in Alex Petrangelo. They did gain a great defenseman in Tori Krug, at least offensively. Uh, he's not too great defensively, but offensively, he's great. And, you know, he's a power play quarterback machine. You know, he's just so good. And yeah. Mike Hoffman, another top six forward. Honestly, uh, might even play on the top line there. So, yeah, give him the name on
1: Yeah, like before they signed Mike Hoffman, I was like, maybe like a C plus, B minus. Because, yes, they – like, Pietrangelo is amazing – but they sort of just like, they were a very defensive team. And now they're sort of shifting focus with the addition of Tori Krug, like over to offense, especially to help them on the power play, which is, I think for them, getting Tory Krug is amazing. I, as a Bruins fan, I am, I am extremely mad. But um, Mike Hoffman, like you said, is definitely going to be an amazing player with his team. He was, based, he, was, he was Florida's best. Now he's in a good team with St. Louis. He's going to do well. I'm going to give him like a B plus here. Because they yeah. did lose Petrangelo, which is the only reason I'm not giving them a similar grade that you gave them, Leo. Cool. Yeah, let's move on to the Vancouver Canucks. They lost Jacob Marstrom, Chris Tanev, Josh Levo, Troy Stetscher, Tyler Toffoli, but they gained Nate Schmidt, Brendan Holpe, and Justin Bailey. I'm gonna give them like a B minus here. I really like Markstrom, especially over Holpe, but um, like that's still they still. Got a good Brenholby still good, but I just like Markstrom better, so that's definitely a loss. But also, I think Tyler Toffoli is extremely underrated, and and I if I was Vancouver, I would have tried more to secure him. But they also got Nate Schmidt, who is extremely good. He was with Vegas, I believe, and he did a lot for that team. So I'm gonna give him like a B minus, or maybe yeah. even like a B. Um,
0: yeah, I, I agree with you. Pretty much said everything I was thinking. No, not not too much. Got a solid goalie. Um, you know, the Holt beat them go uh one-two combo is gonna be nice to watch. So yeah, I mean, thought they did all right. Uh yeah, so give him a give him a B minus. Moving on to Vegas. They lost Nick Cousins, Derek Enkelin, Paul Stastny, Nate Schmidt, but they gained some big pieces in Alex Petrangelo and Tomas Jerko. Uh I'll give him an A-minus. You know, they signed Petrangelo, which is great for now, but they signed him for too much and for too long. So a couple years down the line, I think it might be, like, screwed. But they're trying to win now. So if the goal is to win now, if they win a cup in the next three years, I think this definitely pays off. But if Petrangelo, like, kind of sucks and doesn't play too well and doesn't lead him to a cup, I think it's going to be a terrible signing. So this is either an A or a D. Right now I'm leaning towards A, so I'm going to give him an A-minus.
1: Yeah, I'm just, like I very much agree with you on what on, about Petrangelo and like I do like that that they got him, but definitely was too much. But like they lost Nick Cousins and Nate Schmidt, and if they're going for a cup, I think they would have done a little bit more to, like, they would have done a little bit more to get him. and like adding one player doesn't turn you from like. Playoff team, but not cup contender to a cup contender. You need a little bit more than that. So they didn't really do much else. I'm gonna give them a B plus. Definitely a step in the right direction, but like you said, Leo, it was definitely too much. All right, let's move on to the Winnipeg Jets.
0: Last but not least, of course, uh, they lost Cody Eakin, Dmitri Kulikov, Anthony Bieto, Logan Shaw, but they gained Paul Stastny. You know, you know, nice return for Paul Stastny, Derek Forbort. Nate Thompson, Marco, Dano, uh, I'm going to give them a B. They did all right. I mean, left C-Stastny back in Winnipeg. It's pretty cool, but the rest didn't do too much.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give them a B, too, because they they definitely gained for what they lost, and they definitely lost for what they gained. I see this as very balanced in, like, talent and how they're going to affect the team. They didn't lose any of their big names. They, they basically kept holding, like, they're a decent team, and I think that this is definitely going to help. It's like really nothing bad across the board here. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Leo. I'm Abe Blavich. This is Leo Blotner. We are Twigs on the Rocks and have a great night.